every time bus, we come into a stadium, bus. it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who This year, what happened? People went mad. You know, Spike got mad, and Shelton got mad, and Jada went mad, and Will went mad. Everybody went mad. You know, it's quite like Jada got mad. Jada says she's not coming, protesting. I'm like, is she on a TV show? Jada's gonna boycott the Oscars. Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. <laughs> I wasn't invited. <laughs> oh, that's it's not an invitation I would turn down. Uh, but I understand, I, you know, I'm not hating. I understand you're mad. Jada's mad, her man, Will, was not nominated for concussion. I get it, I get it. Tell the truth, I get it. I get it. You get mad, she said, it's, it's not fair that Will was this good and didn't get nominated. Yeah, you're right. It's also not fair that Will was paid 20 million for Wild Wild West, okay? Oh, oh. <laughs> right? Oh. <laughs> that's, that's the end of it. But that's from 2016. Oh. Interesting. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, it, maybe there's been some, you know, ongoing. You maybe there is some un, behind the scenes beef, maybe a little bit between them. If she's high profile, speaks out against the Oscars, which they boycotted that year, isn't she front and center of attention to have a joke made at her expense? Yes, hundred percent. Isn't that how the game is played? Yeah, especially for the hosts. I mean, the host is meant to crack jokes and make light of okay. any situation. I'm going to ask you right now then, once and for all, okay? Whose side are you on? Kanye's or Skeet's? Uh, Skeet. I had a revelation. Really? He's angry with the stuff about his kids. Okay? Right? Being Kanye? on, yeah, he's angry with stuff like his kids being on like TikTok and on social media. He knows what celebrity kids and what that lifestyle looks like and could turn into. And there's been a million of those stories, Paris Hiltons and things like that, rehab and all that kind of stuff. So I think he's trying to protect his kids from that stuff a little bit. He's just doing it in a psychotic manner. So you're on Kanye's side? Yes, I'm back with Kanye. E! Yeah! yeah! I mean, but what is Pete doing that is he, endangering his children? He like, said Pete's been in and out of rehab a lot of times. He doesn't want to get ki uh, his kid's mom addicted to drugs. Kim. <laughs> right. Take that for data. Just because of his past yeah. doesn't mean does not mean anything. How long? How much longer do Kim and Pete last? He's twenty eight. She's forty. Oh wow. Um, I would say probably like another six months. Okay. What's today? March twenty eighth. One year. One year. Huh? March twenty eighth in two thousand twenty 
What year is this? Two. Twenty-three will be. Twenty-three will be talking about the breakup. We'll lead with that <laughs> instead of Will Smith. It's no, we don't. Okay. Uh, we got our guy Cameron Parker. He's gonna come in in the next segment. Hang out with us for a couple few. Uh, I want to mention Fanduel. And right now, Fanduel Sportsbook is giving new customers one hundred and fifty dollars an instant bonus guaranteed when you bet uh, some of the remaining college basketball action, these blue bloods, the games over the week, and the whole tournament's been incredible, just like we thought it would be. It never seems to let down. Almost like, you know, it's like, Jake, it's like the NFL season. It, like, every week just lives up to it, and you realize, like, God, that's why it's the best. Same thing with the tournament. I mean, the tournament just delivers every single year. The teams that come out of nowhere, the storylines. Um, this kid from Miami, a senior, playing on four different teams, D1 teams, you know, to kind of get to this kind of point. So right now, um, again, $150 bonus, site credit. All you have to do is place a $5 or more first bet, okay? How you bet the bracket is up to you. You can choose in the money line, prop bets, totals. Yeah, we're, we're parlay builders around here, okay? Um, so join FanDuel today. Use promo code MHS. That's important. When you place your $5 bet to score $150 in bonus site credit guaranteed. That's promo code MHS on FanDuel Sportsbook. Check out the app. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is a thing of beauty. It's easy to use and navigate. It's very easy to sign up. Promo code MHS. 21 and older. Present in Colorado. First online first online roll money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days after receipt. Uh, restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. What's so funny over there, Mr. Funny Guy? Uh, well, I'm not the funny guy. Uh, Dirty Mike and the boys. Oh, I love They're, those, those guys. Are the funny what guys. they say? Uh, they say that Jake is looking hella Colorado. Uh, glad this dude is off the market. Less competition for me and Charles Gross. Nice. Very nice. And Jake woke up in Colorado. What's that one? Colorado by Milky Chance. That's exactly what I meant by it. Well, maybe I'll go out to it. Well, Jake, it looks like you're about to let the cat out of the bag. Okay, so I've been saving the Broncos stuff for Cameron in here. When Cameron was in Egypt land, let my Cameron go. Let's do that form. We'll find it on the break here. Uh-oh. Have we talked any sports today? Yes, we did. That slap was very athletic. That B slap was very athletic. And then we said about the solid chin that Chris Rock had. So we did a little boxing, a little mixed martial. You were talking about the Rockies or what? Oh. Let's uh, do it. Come on. Yeah, I guess they're kind of interesting this year. I mean, please stop. Just stop. Let's go to break. Come back. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, and Jake Meyer's ponytail back on their side of Smiley Sports. We 
are back in. It is an NFL Aftermath Monday edition. Well, they're all NFL. Like, there's no football Fridays anymore, Cameron. But since we have Russell Wilson now, it's like every football, every every Friday, it's a football Friday again. But we have Cameron Parker in. Going to hang out uh, for the rest of the show, if that's cool. Cam, is that cool? Oh, I'm, I'm cool with it. Do you, have, do you have our Cameron bit real quick? When Cameron was in Egypt's land, let my Cameron grow. That's um, from the uh, Ferris Bueller, a classic never dies. Um, like uh, the Broncos being on top, I guess. A tradition unlike any other. We're used to it. So like what happened in the last four or five years, I said Cameron, like in my lifetime, I'm 39. So... In, you know, a year after I was born, John Elway is, you know, th- that year is drafted into the NFL and, you know, traded from uh, the Colts to the Broncos. And, like, I don't even know what losing football looks like. You know what I mean? Like, really, right, in my lifetime, right. it's like AFC championships every few years. It's like, that's it's just what it is. So there's a lot of guys like me and you and Jake who in their entire Broncos lifetime really have never felt like the down depths and despair of kind of like what they were in. So, like, now it's like the honeymoon. I can't really, like, believe it's happening. It's happened. And just overnight. They haven't played a game yet, but I'm like, yeah, yeah. they're the best team in the AFC West. They haven't even played a game yet. You know what I mean? But I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so here's why. And the Chiefs. So, you know what I mean? It's like, how could you say that yet? Well, I'm saying it. So, well, And I think, too, like, the only experience that we have is, like, through the Peyton Manning signing. Right? And which is, that, that was a whirlwind of itself. Anyway, but, like, the, the difference between the Peyton Manning thing and the Russell Wilson thing is that you're talking a trade versus a, well, a free agent signing. Life is about comps, especially if you're trying to buy a house or something in this market. Like, you know, we do try to give some real life experience, like comps to everything we do on the show to make it like a, to drive our point home. And again, like Peyton Manning provided like the, this can really happen for a quarterback to, you know, and, and hit twilight of his career as late prime to go to another destination and win a Super Bowl. And then now, you know, uh, Tom Brady solidified, you know, and trademarked TB12, the blueprint. You know, Joe Montana took the Broncos to, or to the Chiefs, to Bron- uh, an AFC championship, beat the Broncos along the way. And that was a cool story. But, like, Peyton was the first to, like, really do it. So right. what I love about Russell Wilson and what's so exciting is, yeah, of course we're thinking he's going to do Peyton and Brady-like stuff. But... No quarterback, okay, no quarterback in the history of the NFL who had won a Super Bowl, has that, you know, on the mantle, who is a, a bona fide superstar, has ever been traded in the middle, which I'd say, like, he's on the 10th hole of his career. 10th hole. He's not, you know, he's not at the turn. He's not halfway there. He's not going to play 10 more years like he's thinking. I've been playing six or seven more years, but never in the history, in the history, you ready, Jake, of... The National Football League has a quarterback in his prime and won a Super Bowl and traded like this. So this is like unprecedented yeah. stuff, and I'm so excited about it. Well, it's you're, you're the analogy is perfect because it's almost like Russell Wilson is literally on the uh, on the back nine uh, of his not maybe like just starting the ten pole. Yeah, but like he's teeing off on ten. Yeah, he's he's literally teed off on ten. But I I think the the thing too that that makes it almost like just surreal is like. I'll just say from like a, like say a bias point of view, like it, you know, you, like you always want your your team to have a star quarterback. So it's just like you always think that you know, okay, because you're going through all these you were going through all these options, right? Because I mean that was the that was the thing with the Broncos this offseason. It's like 
I've, they'll upgrade the quarterback position. So you're always thinking, okay, like it, it seems like Aaron Rodgers is going to be your likely uh, 1A. But it's just like you're, you're kind of thinking you're like in your own, like in the back of your mind, like, well, maybe they should kick the tires on Russell Wilson. I mean, he was a little bit frustrated well, down there in, in Seattle. So it's just no doubt about it. Yeah. And like, again, we we were ba- we, no show in town or guys were more like banging the drum for Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. The difference was Aaron Rodgers was the perception was he was available. Right. And the perception exactly. with Russell Wilson was that he was only available if he wanted to himself say he was available. And again, no quarterback in the history of the NFL, like we said, in the middle of his prime, you know, so to speak, like Russell's ever been traded. Like I've been like, it's un, it's it's unfathomable, Jake. It's what? Without, Without fathom. fathom. Okay. So like it's, I don't know, man. It's I, 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 Here's what I love, and here's what I think is true. George Payton was never going to settle for Garoppolo or Kirk Cousins, okay? And didn't settle for Drew Locke last year. I actually am in the camp. I thought Teddy Bridgewater was a, a big-time upgrade. And an analogy that I'll use there in another comp is Tim Tebow had to, like, make the Broncos, like, you know, look... Relevant. Relevant. And, yeah. like... um like not just good enough, but like uh, had to bring them to like a standard, a certain kind of standard. Yeah. And then like Payton's like, if, if if this guy's doing this, imagine what I can do. Okay. So I think if true lock crashes and burns last year and they're four and 12 or four and 13, that this thing maybe doesn't look as enticing to Russell Wilson. Yep. But Teddy Bridgewater had them competitive, big win against the Cowboys, never really sunk, made a little comeback late in the season, kicked off the season, you know, 3-0, and got everyone the feels going. Um, and I think he helped, you know, like laid the pavement down. So yeah. then Russell's like, that's a nice piece of land. It's five acres and that part of town. You're not going to find that. I can build on that. Yeah, and I think there there is there is a multiverse out there. Yes, that, that, that I think <laughs> that you know that uh, that Russell Wilson um, you know found it appealing, and I think there's a multiverse out there that for a theory that you know Tim Tebow made the made the Broncos so relevant no that, that, that that Peyton you know wanted to come here. So I, I think that, that so, I, but I, I think that the thing that uh, to circle back is like how surreal it was is you 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 mentioned it like it was truly up to Russell Wilson for to for him to make his decision. So when when just when you when you hear from a star quarterback that the only place that he wanted to go to was Denver. Yeah. It's it's like a surreal feeling cuz it's almost like like the last like few years of and I know he was criticized a lot but like the last few years of yeah. like the drafting and everything that John Elway did and then what George Payton would have had been able to do with the the first initial draft that he had. It just goes to show you that he would that the Broncos were like truly enticing that maybe, maybe it really the, didn't even matter what happened in last season. The best was. part of Russell Wilson is that, okay, so Aaron Rodgers was like, um, okay, you're like a junior, okay, in high school. And like this senior chick, she's the co-head cheerleader. She's like in a prom queen candidate. You know, you heard she's kind of into you. And, you know, you guys been talking a little bit. You're chasing her, you know? You know, she's been like, oh, she just broke up with, like, the quarterback. And she's just like, I'm going to chase her. But, you know, you can never really capture her. Okay? So, 
the chase is part of you know it's the chase and the hunt that's part of the game and if she's into you you gotta maybe roll the dice on yourself take the chance you never know what could happen but like you knew was never like we could we're chasing and chasing Aaron Rodgers when like really his heart was somewhere else who was like never really into you okay Russell Wilson chose the Broncos saw the piece where he was, it was 14 teams that he was considering like process of elimination or like who has the most of all of the criteria that he has um you know and to to be most appealing and for him to like he he didn't like choose the broncos it's like he really 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 wanted the broncos there's only one location so that i mean like in that sense not only who would you rather because you could say oh you know to me uh whatever you're gonna get out of the last two years of aaron Rodgers right now Okay, or the next six or seven years with russell wilson Uh, for a guy too as fickle in you know, as Aaron Rodgers is for a guy like Russell Wilson, who talks like Tom Brady, I want to play for 10 more years. Who's like a brand about the Russell Wilson brand, whatever you might think of that. But what goes into that brand is like perfection, workout warrior, all the little things that it takes to be like what I think uh, Peyton like. Oh, it, Peyton like is the guy who Russell Wilson wants to be after football. And 100% was not shying away from, you know, the, and I mean, obviously, Denver was the destination you want to go, but like Denver is also in a division that is overnight yeah. the best division in football. I mean, it was already in the conversation of one of the best in the, yeah. in the National Football League, but it was just like, I mean, like Russell Wilson wanted to come to a division that was already one of oh, the man. best. And so it was just like, so again, like you're talking about a situation where um, if you were to compare uh, Aaron Rodgers with Russell Wilson, it was just like, and then everything that we know now, it's like Aaron Rodgers knew that Devontae Adams wanted to leave and he was still wanted to be a part of Green Bay. Yeah. So it was just like, I, so so it just, it never even made any sense. And so when you hear stuff like, you know, the, the type of extensive work that they were able to do on Russell Wilson and the and the marriage between Nathaniel Hackett and, uh, you know, and, and yeah. George, it was, it was truly just like they... They really couldn't care less about Aaron Rodgers. I probably went like three or four different tangents, but George Payton, the standard, okay? He wasn't going to settle for Drew Locke. He thought Teddy was an upgrade to Locke, and I, he was. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people on, like, who still back Drew for some reason. I'd seen enough of Drew. I know exactly what Drew's capable of, and it's not much, okay? Uh, Teddy is a professional NFL quarterback, Okay, I mean, like, there's just one. It's it's, it's almost like it, it wasn't even close. Okay, so. Uh, but don't forget, my point is he tried to offer number nine overall, and I'm not sure what else, for Matt Stafford. And on draft night, the Broncos and the Packers might have been this close with Aaron Rodgers two years ago. Okay? He, he was meticulous. So that's the swinging for the fences that George Payton did literally with being weeks or months on the job before the draft. So Russell Wilson, we maybe we shouldn't be surprised. And instead appreciate and just love the fact that this guy didn't settle for Kirk Cousins, didn't trade two seconds for Garoppolo, didn't think that Darnold could be resurrected. Uh, any of that, that kind of like, yeah. listen, there's, there's about six quarterbacks on earth, Cameron, that matter that are worth a damn. Okay. And Dak Prescott's not one of them. And Kirk Cousins is not one of them. And Garoppolo's not one of them. They're just not. You can't. You, you ultimately can't win a Super Bowl with those guys. You know who you can if with the with. I I don't even have Lamar Jackson on that list. I'm convinced you probably can't do it with Lamar Jackson now. Do you know who you can do it with? Russell Wilson and Mahomes. Well, and 
And, and Allen, maybe. What do you I think? mean? I mean, I I I think that uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Dak Prescott. Obviously, you know, having uh, the the stuff with Dallas and a little bit of some turnover will be a little bit interesting with no Amari Cooper. But I mean, again. You're right. I mean, the the thing with George Payton was he was so meticulous. He was selective as far as who he was interested. In. I mean, heck, we were we were even to to throw uh, you were throwing at Matt Stafford. I mean, there were some rumors out there that they were even interested in Carson Wentz. And I know that Carson Wentz sort of flopped. Yeah, but at the time, it was a little bit more. But, of... but I mean, it was just like he he people could say he flopped a little bit in Indianapolis, but statistically well, I, and everything, like he he still played yeah, at a really see, high level. We got to go to Bacon. It seemed cheesy. But there was, I uh, heard the Redskins in the offseason put a list of like 50 quarterbacks together. Like every quarterback in the NFL, they ranked them. And they went, started at the top, literally Patrick Mahomes, and they called the Chiefs and said, hey, what would it take? And of course, they're like, you're funny. And they hung up. Okay. And went all the way down the list. Again, they were in on Russell Wilson for quite a bit. Russell Wilson didn't want to go to a, like, a, like a legacy brand. I mean, that's a poop football brand now because of their owner. But I mean, like in the 80s and like the standard of you know, all the great players over the years, you know, that's a that's a that's a legacy NFL brand is the Redskins. So, I mean, I, I'm, he, do you think Russell Wilson could have went to the Steelers if he would have wanted to? Yeah. Hell yeah. Played for Tomlin, played for all those receivers. He chose the Broncos, man. Can you believe that? No, I can't I, get over it, man. I, I wake up every day blessed that Russell Wilson's a Denver Broncos. We were beautiful enough for him to fall in love with us, these Denver Broncos. He chose us. That's right. You complete me, Russell. All right. Um, thanks for being with us. Uh, we're going to, on the other side, Cameron does all kinds of stuff for everybody. Does stuff for, some, some stuff here from Mile High Sports. It's like a long time coming to have him in. We have so much stuff to talk about, and we'll do it on the other side. It's Mile High Sports. It's one thirteen forty, the hotline and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line, uh, ninety eight point one FM, one hundred seven point five HD three. If you got that new hotness, that new ride, you're driving the oh, it's a twenty twenty two, yeah. Uh, what are you well, listening to? Uh, Mile High Sports on one hundred seven point five HD three. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, or just watch us at milehighsports.com, which lots and lots and lots of you guys do. Got Cameron Parker in Cam Mom. So. I mean, you've done, you're a young dude who's done a lot of things. And I think that's why I like you. You're like, uh, you know, I'm like these guys, like Anilo. You know what I mean? Anilo's done a lot of things and he's just a little young pup. You know what I mean? So um, what do you have going on? Talk about the podcast. Talk about the stuff you do here. Talk about it. I'm a, I guess you could say a, I'm a utility player. I'm, I'm a Swiss Army knife, right? Five I, tool. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, that that's kind of the, the, the best way to describe me is I just, dabble in a lot of different things so we we currently do uh, uh a podcast that is associated with the mile high sports uh network which is called mainly broncos and it's a big podcast it's 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 a big podcast and um you know it's one that uh kudos to uh, a guy that i do the pod with uh, his name is uh, maddie molson um and he actually uh created the name mainly so it's, it's a really creative name obviously because you know uh for for anybody that's trying to search the podcast you're not going to type it you know, typically M A I and you know L Y. You're gonna be ty- you're gonna be typing it like a horse's mane. So yeah. it's, so huge shout out to him for creating that name. So, um, but I that's funny. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So we we ended up doing that, and um, it's just it's just a lot of fun. So we decided uh to uh, to bring uh we 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 actually brought Zach on. Um, Zach Seegers, mm-hmm. you know, friend of the show, and love Zach, uh, and uh, and and he helped uh really kind of create the brand a lot with with, with mainly, and so now we're running a new phase with a couple new hosts, uh, you know, Brandon Miller and 
you know, uh, Marcus Boggs as well. So it's just, uh, yeah, so we, we're doing a lot of good things. And yeah, so I, I do that. And then uh, what is it? I, I am also a, a contributor over at Predominantly Orange and a writer. And that's a yeah. banger um, site and handle. Yeah. I so, mean, that's a pretty powerful brand. Yeah, it's one that I've had. We, it's so funny because we, we talked about who else uh, over there. Do those guys hate me? I I mean, I could put a good one. I could put a good word in. for yeah. you. If you Don't tell them I didn't mean it. Whatever I did. And it was a long time ago and I've changed or something. I mean, you know, unfortunately, the block button is so easily you know, know. Uh, yeah. on Twitter. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, I um, I so over there, uh, you know, I started. So this is kind of funny. I, I That was the first place I started going out of college was was predominantly orange but mm-hmm. the thing that was so funny was like you know i graduated in 2015 mm-hmm. we all know exactly what happened in 2015 the broncos won the super bowl 50 That's with Peyton manning at quarterback and then timing's everything man and so went through the whole six-year process of you know purgatory yeah you know with no quarterback and then now with russell wilson it's almost like you're back to you know enjoying riding where are you from uh, i i am a colorado native i've uh where'd you go to high school uh, I went to a really small school, a uh, graduating class of 26. Why was that? Uh, it was a school called Jim Elliott School. Okay. Um, uh, and you're a roadrunner. So, like, we stick together. Us roadrunners stick together. So, if uh, you know, if you ever hear, like, a, that means, like, I'm in trouble. Yeah, it's Come help me. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, roadrunner call. Oh, meet me. Oh, yeah, meet yeah. That's it. Yeah, sorry. But, uh, okay. So... What about the additions that George Payton has made? Uh, not just Russell Wilson, but the Randy Gregory edition, um, the uh, Jones edition, the who else? Oh, the uh, Tomlinson edition. Those three guys alone, um, I think, are like gr- really good players. You have to like bricks, and then you got to have like the mortar guys. You know, you right. got to have like, either, you can't just build this building up stacking bricks on top of each other. Right. You got to have some more. You got to have those guys who can do some dirty work. So Russell Wilson is one thing, but now with these additions and like now what it means for the depth and some of the other guys, the Broncos are like a big boy team now. And I, that's the most important thing, uh, you know, and that goes for really any football team in the National Football League. But it's just like you want to make sure that you are filling your roster with a lot of the needs that have been done and or sorry a lot of the needs that need to be filled on your roster and so players like eric tomlinson rainy gregory uh ben Braden, and billy turner and you know a, a lot of those moves dj jones a lot of those moves were done to fill holes on your roster and you know that and there there there's probably a few holes you know here and there that probably do need to be filled but i mean you're you're still talking about a roster that is oh this is uh, yeah this is just the beginning for george payton yeah because now that like you're a legitimate operation, professional, like the, the goal's trying to win Super Bowls and games, not just like um, build towards the future or the like notion of being a winner, um, you'll we'll start to see um, now who can play kind of like big boy football. And then um, the, look at the transition from when Peyton got here from like the Decker and Welkers to the eventual Emmanuel signing and the in that same class, which we always talk about, uh, Tlaib, uh, TJ Ward and Demarcus. So like yeah. that was the third, the um, 2014. You know, that was the third year of yeah. Peyton, the going into the third year of Peyton. So imagine over the next two or three years, what this team is going to kind of conform and transform into. Um, Again, the goal is to have success right away, right off the bat, and I think they can. 
Yeah. I think the 2012 team that the Broncos had could have won a Super Bowl and was the best team in the NFL that year. Well, I, I, I think for argument's sake... They're the sake, best team in the NFL that year. I think for argument's sake, the 2012, uh, 2012 team was probably the, the best team that never won a Super Bowl under Peyton Manning. Well... You can say one of the greatest teams in NFL history, maybe that didn't win at all. Yeah. Because for one, again, after starting the season like a two and three, remember they, it was yeah. like they went, they, they got so red hot, and they were like giving fits, like they were throwing looks that no one had really seen yet. Like yeah. they couldn't stop it yet. The Ravens just you know had a historic effort, and like I've said a million times in the show. Winning a Super Bowl, like the journey, it's like there's one game where you have to like survive, okay? And if the Broncos would have survived that game, it would have propelled them forward. They'd have cruised, and instead it was the Ravens who were not only survived, but were so empowered by it. And, you know, Flacco went 11 touchdowns against no picks the rest of the way or, you know, during that stretch, and the rest is history. So. That's that's the way it goes with any sports. I mean, look what the St. Peter's did in March Madness. Like, if you hit it, right at yeah, just the right. right time i mean like you you will it be, is that's the beauty like, of it all man yeah, so i mean like i think that that's yeah. the thing with like the uh, the broncos that uh, there there are a lot of parallels honestly there are a lot of parallels as far as with the the peyton manning roster and tons the, and the russell wilson you know coming to denver roster the one thing i will say and, it, and again we're, we're talking just simply about projection i think that the wide receiver room is one where you're probably talking it has the makings like right now immediately to be a little bit more of a higher impact uh, as far as the, the one that, oh, that Peyton Manning had. Because obviously, you know, Demarius Thomas and, you know, uh, Eric Decker and, and Brandon Stokely when, when, I saw, when they, I saw were, were good, but it's just like you have Jerry Judy and... I saw a cool little tweet that I really liked. Uh, Russell's 10 years in the league, only one of the 10 years was he a top 10 attempts guy. In the NFL, okay? One year, uh, uh, he was top 10 in attempts. Not top five, not top seven. Just top 10 in attempts. That one year, he led the NFL in touchdown passes, okay? And again, the rest of the years, look kind of what he is. I think that, and it was one of the reasons why he wanted out, is that he has 209 passing touchdowns, okay? Which is eight short of LA. I think he thinks he should have 309 and he knows what a good journey and ride and what he had there and what Pete Carroll did for him. But also, he's about to be unleashed here in a very Aaron Rodgers-like manner. And it's going to be glorious. I think Russell Wilson was going to be the MVP of the league, all this kind of stuff. And you think, of course, when I'm doing radio here in Denver, it's going to say this kind of stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? And maybe that's true. We'll, yeah, we'll admit. Yeah. Uh, I'll admit yeah. we're, again, I'm hooked. Okay? But... um. I just, this has all the makings. This isn't one of those where this might not work. This is going to work. Well, and, and two, that, that's also a huge testament to the new coach that they hired as well with Nathaniel Hackett. Because, like, we're, we're talking about, a, you know, a, a young, bright offensive mind, an energetic offensive mind that is, you know, one that, you know, you, you're talking about the nice little blend and and you know innovative nature with Hackett and with Russell Wilson yeah and 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 for I will say for a young new first year head coach to come in and say you know what we're we're gonna tailor the the offense to you Eh, I mean like any coach would want to do that obviously for your quarterback but it's just like when 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 you have been in the cellar for a long time as far as with six years goes Uh and with multiple different offensive coordinators Pat Shermer, et cetera, and, you know, so many others, uh, Rick Scandrello. But it's just like 
like when when you have that type of mentality as a first year head coach, and it's just like that that means a lot to you, and especially for Russell Wilson's case where there was so much different like you know situations and stuff that happened in Seattle where you're talking okay we're going to run the football we're going to be a pass happy team like yeah so it's just it's one of those key one of those things where it's just like the Broncos going to be a well oiled machine potentially in year one I agree with that I don't think it again it's like what kind of guy are you working with too are you, are, you know a Peyton Man or Russell Wilson the work ethic stuff all the things that you're hearing about how he prepares um I, and they will be, you know, caught up quickly. I think a lot quicker than you know somebody else who's again. There's something. That, there's a reason why this guy's. If it ended today, he'd go to the Hall of Fame. There's a reason why he went to you know nine straight Pro Bowls. There's a reason reason why he's a Super Bowl winner and you know should be a two time Super Bowl winner. This guy's very special and unique, and we're gonna see all that kind of stuff. Just to think, then let's go to break here. To think that we went from um, Vic Fangio and Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater is like that's like. Man, you know, let's, you're living in an apartment with, you know, your, your, your four siblings with the single mom to, like, hitting the lottery. And now mom hooked up with this rich stud. No, that's not a great analogy. Um, <laughs> it's like I just the life we're living now. Like we won the jackpot. It's like we hit the jackpot. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I can't believe it, man. It's great because I, I think Nathaniel Hackett becomes a superstar once we really get to, you know, once this guy's. Um, we're talking to him, you know, three or four times a week. Um, once everybody gets to hear from, you know, once these moms get to hear, you know, um, Rod Mackey on, you know, channel nine, he goes down, does a little feature and he puts the big smile on. We're going to fall. He's a family man. He's got a bunch of kids like I do. He's younger. I think it, man, like we're going to fall in love with this guy as much as we're going to fall in love with Russell Wilson. It's going to be great. Cameron Parker, Jake Meyer producing the product. I am Danny Williams. One final segment back on the other side of Smiley Sports. Was telling Cameron, man, um, Jake, how, like, for one, we have such a good thing, and we're lucky, man, of, like, you know, they want you out there, man. They're trying to, you know, they, they want, he's talented. Look at that po the pony. Turn around. Of course they want him. Look at that pony. So I was just telling him, like, Jake's going to go on to, like, such bigger and better things, okay, than this. But, like, this run we're having right now is great, and I appreciate him. Like, I'll, if, if you know, if. Jake was be like, yeah, man, I put my two weeks in. I got this other job. This and that. I'd be like, uh, I'm probably quitting too. <laughs> I swear. I'd be like, I don't know how I can get up and do it. So I'm happy to have Jake. But like I was just telling Cameron, like how this media game is so unbelievable and so crazy from, you know, um, the Benjamin Albright's to who and how, you know, how we discovered Benjamin Albright to Ryan Edwards. Now, who I predict will be the next Lou from Littleton doing Broncos post-game, which is a very prestigious and powerful job. Five hours post-game Broncos and KOA, well, a huge blowtorch of a network. That's yeah. what's going to happen for Ryan Edwards eventually. That's what's happening for him eventually, okay? But again, Ryan was like, we we breathed the life into his back into his radio career. And he was like, came from like a tight, you know, you know, buttoned up. This is how sports talk radio is done. And we showed him like another way of life, another way of how to do it, like how to do it. We're a little bit before our time or something, like the way we do things. We're, I would, you know, Tim, Tim Spence is scared of, you know, 
Ooh, of my talent. You know, this sounds crazy. Cameron's like, who's this guy think he is? But like the Josh Dovers to the Kyle Berries to Jake's the next great one. He's the next great one. Kyle LaBoy is doing great things now. Dan Feldman's doing shows now over there at Altitude. It's like, you know. So hold on. I just touched him. I just empowered him. He's the next great one. Cam, you're in. I mean, you've done great things already, but like um, you were a caterpillar. Now you're a, a butterfly. Hey, sore. He's a peacock. Let him fly. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, just uh, what's the what's the scene from other guys? Right. You know, I'm a you peacock. That's it. That's what's half of our show is the scenes from the other guy. So, so you know. Good night. Good night, Thank Sheila. You, Sheila. Yeah, there's Bye, one too. Bye, that's, Bye, from, that's from oh, that's from the that's from that. And then like we got uh, Dirty Mike and the boys who call in and who who text in. So I mean, these are real guys. So um, okay. So sorry, Cameron. I was just saying like. Um, like you never know what you have a huge podcast, man. You have like a lot of clout on social people respect you. Um, it's powerful stuff that alone, the things you've done alone, there's guys who are going to Metro right now with the Colorado media school, all this kind of stuff who would kill to just have the few opportunities, uh, like the, the, just some of the few of the things that you've been able to do. So like this grind is crazy. I was like telling Cam, like when I was back, I, I, I have a journalism degree and like when, I graduated with like tons of other journalism students. Mm-hmm. At the time, I had done stuff. I was working for the Denver Daily News at the time, and I was like, whoever would have me for just a byline. All I wanted was the byline. I'll work for you. Do anything for you. I'll cover it. Tell me what can I do. It gave me like a lot of cool opportunities, but also like I graduated with like thousands of other journalism students who are like working at banks now or like doing like uh, insurance or something. I don't know how they thought. I think they thought they were going to go. You know how you go to like Target and there's a little kiosk and you like a computer and you just apply right there. Yep. Boom. Target's boom. I'm applying right there. Oh man, they call me just like that the next day. Cool. I think they thought these journalists they're going to go down to the Denver Post and like walk in and be like, "Well, here's my resume. Where do I apply?" And they're going to call and be like, "I like this resume. You should come right here." I mean, like working for the Post or like the AP or something. It's like years of like grind and then getting lucky so like this game is like half about getting lucky like this media game making it yeah i mean it's a grind i mean i i think that 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 is you know it like that that is the one thing that i will say like twitter alone like is like your own brand so to speak and then what you do and then what you have like that's associated with that just sort of will help you you know even get well that type of you know follower kind of so i mean like i i I think I started my Twitter account like back in like 2006, so like when I was a freshman, mm-hmm. you know, in in college before I went on the you know the, the eight year college plan. But I mean, who didn't? About, you're mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I but then like to to see where it's gone now. I mean, it's it's an honor and it's a Man, blessing to, to guys see. Guys have where made it, careers and brands out of their Twitter. I mean, that's you said it. And what's weird is like I'm like it's like before my t- I only like Twitter for the show. Do a little bit of stuff. I, I don't do anything. You know, like it's just not who and what I am. Okay, it's hurt me in a sense, but also like I I do the radio show every day. People can hear me, and I'm not hiding behind like some like Twitter. Like some guys, like they're not very good. We're like, we're the truth. We're from the first church and nothing but the truth around here. We're really great. So I don't need Twitter and all that other stuff. I wish I utilized it more. I wish I had all those followers and stuff like you. But what I'm saying is you have both. You're talented and you have all that kind of stuff. So it's like. Well, and I think that that's also sometimes like the hardest part when you have like all those followers because you do have to be a little bit careful of what you say because. You should be very careful. Right, right. Because like the, the moment you do say something that might be out of line. 
You know, I mean, not just that, whether your beliefs, whether your political stuff, whether you're, you know, something that, again, there's very careful because you get one. And I've learned this the hard way a lot of times. We get like one reputation. You know what I mean? And when it's a little messed up, it's almost really kind of hard to go back. So you just got to be very careful what you're kind of saying, all that kind of stuff. You say something wrong. They'll find uh, you. A, a, a Will Smith might be coming across your <laughs> island, slapping you across the face. <laughs> All right, what's your handles, real quick? My uh, my handle uh, is uh, at Cameron Parker PO, and the uh, the podcast handle is at Mainly Broncos. And you can find that here on our podcasting network, which is a monster in its own right. And your podcast is very successful and big. So uh, we'll do it again, cameraman. Thanks. It happens quick. It goes by so quick. Um, appreciate it. Uh, great job, Jake, Anillo, and Andrew are next. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, t- see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Diamonds up, Kobe in his bitch. Another